Hello, I'm back in the studio today with Samuel Nelson, actually, and he's the host. Actually, we're outside. Welcome back to another episode of the Lunch Hour Pod. We're going to have another start off with a competitive contest. So what we're doing today is it's the person that can throw a football into a basketball hoop from the furthest distance. So I will start off, and then if I miss, I have two more tries to make it. Then if I make it, Mike has three tries to get it, and then he can go for a further spot. Yep. So I'm going to go for a throw from pretty close up. Okay, I made it. Micah? Yeah. Oh, then I go? Yeah, you have to go now, because I made it. Oh, I, I thought you were doing three throws, so then... What? No, no, no. If you make it, then it's the next person's turn. You have to start from making it where I was. I was closer than that. Okay, one. that's one try. Okay, you made it now. So now I get... So now, since you made what I had, you go again from a further distance. You don't... Well, I guess if you want to go that far. But if you miss all three, then I don't one. have to... So Mike is going risky here. Two! No! 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 If he misses one more, I win. Actually... I have to still make something further than what we both made, but, oh, you're going from different spots. Okay, Micah throws it up and doesn't make it. All I have to do is make it from further than I did before. Okay, this is not exactly how I thought it was going to be with the rules, but... Okay, that's one throw. He missed it. Okay, he's winding up. Missed another one. He is on to his third throw. I'm crouching right now with jelly beans in my stomach. No. Yes, he did make it. Now I still have a chance. So now it's Micah's turn, and this will keep going until at least one of us makes it to break the cycle. Yes. Okay, Micah just made his so yep Samuel's winding up on his first throw misses it he's going to retrieve the ball he's going to the same spot Uh, a bit closer like in between that one he's winding up and he throws it and he just misses it's like a triple rim then out how unfortunate for Samuel He's on his next throw. If he doesn't make that, I win. No. Yeah! Okay, so now we are 3-2 in our competition. And this wraps up our competitive contest for today. Today we also have a debate in the courtroom segment, and we are debating whether the hero or the sidekick is better. Or, which, is it which would you rather be, the hero or the sidekick? Yeah. Which would you rather be, the hero or the sidekick? Oh, um, I don't know. Which one would you rather? I'd rather be the hero. Okay, then I'll go with sidekick, I guess. Okay, so, um, I'd rather be the hero 
because I'm the type of guy that likes to be in control of something. I'd rather be telling someone else what to do than rather be than being told what to do. Well, yeah, for a part of the reason for me, like, I mean, if the hero is, um, like, if the hero is, like, stupid, then I'd much rather be the hero, because I wouldn't want to be told. You'd rather be stupid? Uh, no, I'd much rather be the hero, because I wouldn't as a sidekick want to be told what to do. But, I mean, then, okay, if you actually, if everybody knew that you were the hero, uh, you, uh, you would need to go, like, to... Uh, on a disguise to walk in the streets without people crowding you with a sidekick that's why you have an alter ego what's that that's where like you're one person when you're not a hero and then you're another person when you are a hero yeah yeah still the people could probably figure out and it let's say if the you make a giant like then you're the one who makes the decisions like which can be good that makes you the hero but this the sidekick like you're the hero is the one who makes the big decisions and but if it something goes like really wrong wrong where it costs lots of lives then like you won't be anybody's hero anymore you'll just be the like bad guy well but you wouldn't be the bad guy if you're doing all you can but Uh, well depends what happens because usually the hero is doing all they can and usually the sidekick is too but the hero is more likely to be in life-threatening danger and it would be hard for the sidekick to watch the hero be the one doing that and just watch doing nothing well i I don't know if he'd always be the one in life-threatening danger like the sidekick would help too and he could be in just as life-threatening danger yeah but typically i i think the hero would be the one doing that rather than telling the sidekick to do that. You've been watching too many movies. Most superhero movies I watch don't even have sidekicks. Yeah, still. Just as well, like, if if the hero is in, like, threatening danger, then the sidekick, like, then would come in and help. Like, but the thing is, like... I mean, like, yeah, he's the sidekick. He's the one who's, uh, he, you need to do what to do. But, like, like some people will still be a fan of you. Like, just not as many, so then it will be crowding the streets. Sure, but no one would necessarily be crowding the hero either. They typically probably wouldn't stick around to just, uh, be, uh, uh have people say how good they are and stuff. Yeah, still, like, what would you do, just walk around when you're, like, just uh, walk away when you're in the middle of a conversation with someone? Uh, not necessarily, but you wouldn't stay for big celebrations or stuff, and, uh, often, uh, in books and stuff, you see sidekicks are depressed because they don't get, uh, the credit for what they've done. Well... Yeah, but uh, lots of sidekicks won't care if they get the credit. They just like being helpful. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and the heroes, too. They're, it would be very rewarding, especially for the heroes, knowing that what uh, that it was they're the reason that uh, whatever it was was saved. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh... Uh...
Okay, well, does this wrap up the debate? Yeah, well, I mean, because this, like, lots of times this sidekick would rather not get as much credit for what he's done. But what, lot, like, like, this, this, like, lots of, most people will also know about the sidekick as well. Well, not necessarily, but... Well, most people, yeah. It's like, uh... Uh... It's like Connor McDavid and Dreisaitl. Dreisaitl's very good, but lots of people would... He's not as many people's favorite player because uh, of McDavid. Yeah, but... But, I mean, like, the side kick... Could be, um, like, like, it just, like, the sidekick could be pretty close, as good as the hero, like, but, uh, but they're not quite as good, but, like, most people would still recognize them, because, like, if there was, like, two different big fights going on, then the sidekick might be in one, and the hero might be in dodge. Okay, well, I think that wraps up the debate, right, Micah? Yeah. Yep, so that was another debate on the courtroom segment. Oh, we're back. And our sports talk today is what would happen if in the NHL there were eight players on each team on the ice at a time and the ice surface was the same in proportion to the amount of players. Oh, I thought our um, topic was going to be about what would happen if people wore antlers on their head. No, we didn't even talk about that. Anyways, so I'm thinking the game would be a lot slower and spread out, kind of like uh, soccer. I haven't watched a ton of professional soccer, but what I've seen, it's a lot slower and spread out i think yeah connor mcdavid wouldn't be as good i mean he'd still be amazing but yeah they'd be able to clog up the near the net a bit better yeah i mean he'd only then he'd had have eight players to skate through instead of five yeah um also i think there would be a lot more uh like spread out and passing yeah there might be one chair picker I think team play would be a lot more important. It's very important now, but it would be that much more important. Yeah, I think they'd and put one w- cherry p- picker on the like right here on the other side of the blue line. But that's offside. No, I mean on the cl- like not offside, but just like on the right near right by the blue line. Okay. And they could cherry pick. <sighs> Yeah, and I think you'd see... Players I, like Mike Smith would be better. Like, if, Oh, yeah, goalies like Mike Smith be able to pass it out. Yeah. I, I don't know, yeah. Yep. Rubik's Cubes would be a bit more popular. How? Oh, because everybody would say, oh, it's a two-by-two. I don't understand. Yeah, me neither. I thought you were going to do the punchline. Uh, okay. And... Also, I don't know. I feel like hmm, there would have to be a lot more quick shots in the offensive zone. Oh, yeah. There would be more fans in the stadium. Its capacity would be bigger. Because, like, if it's a bigger ice, 
Seriously. I feel like that just takes away fa- space for fans to sit. No, that that would add more because how like it, it would cost more money because it, there's okay. Let's say for this, if you put one row of seats all along the yeah, but then they wouldn't have as many rows. Oh yeah, you would. You just need to get some money. Well, okay. You make a stadium. Sure, I will. It will be a paper mache. You even know how to make paper mache? No, I can watch a YouTube video. Oh, okay. Well, anything else you think that would change? Mm, I think that would change my way of looking at hockey. Okay. In what way? Well, I don't think it would be as fun. It would be better with five people. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Mm-hmm. And you, depth would be more important than superstars, I feel. More yeah. more people that can play good rather than one or two people that are simply amazing. Yeah, Buffalo would be good. What? No. They're, they're, no. Oh, yeah, they and there would depth. probably also be a bit longer. Sh- Actually, would there be longer or shorter shifts? I, hmm, I don't but think that would change. You would need more for the roster to the roster. Oh, yeah, slightly bigger rosters. How much D men would there be? Um, three, maybe five forwards. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Yeah, and then you'd probably have one defenseman that's fairly offensive, though, to help you score goals that's out well, at a time. five forwards. Yeah, but I, I don't know. Someone I like think just, very just jumping up in the play. The puck too much. Well, no. Well, he does help. But a little bit. Someone like, like Darnell and, Nurse. Yeah, Darnell Nurse, good two-way defenseman. Ooh, Bouchard Evan. Evan Bouchard. Yeah, he's good. Decent. You want to talk about any non-Oiler players? Um, Austin Matthews. He can score some goals. Yep, he's a very good shooter. He won't have quite as much goal scored if if it was eight players and a bigger ice surface. Yeah, I don't think anyone would have as many goals or oh, assists. Oh yeah, and if if you couldn't have a body checking, then Neilander would be a lot better. I think there would. What? We're not talking about body checking. Well, yeah, I think there would be a lot less goals and assists. Yeah. Well, I don't... Yeah, I guess so. It would be kind of like soccer. But with... Hockey. Yeah, s- slightly slower games. There would probably be a bit less body checking. Because, like, if the ice is bigger, usually you body check against the boards. Like, Yeah, but there's more you... players. I don't know. But I still think, because you only body yeah, check I guess. the person who has the puck. Eh, yeah, I know. Well, I think this wraps up our sports talk. Oh, right? how, how much games was it ago when the Oilers played a team and someone body checked Mike Smith, basically? But they got a penalty, but Mike Smith cleared up now. Oh, yeah, uh, I don't know. Anyways, I think this Yeah, that was super on topic. Talk, and... I was so not getting off topic, guys. Tune in next time to see if Micah will be like this again for our next sports talk. What? Or be on topic.